following is a special presentation of the Benefit of the Dowd podcast. From Chicago, it's the Doubting Thomas podcast with Clifton Thomas and your host, Welcome to the Doubting Thomas Monthly Recap. I am your host, Adam Doubt, and joining me, as has become a monthly tradition, is Mr. Cliff Thomas. Hello. Hello, indeed. And we are going to be, just like we have months and months before, we are going to be wrapping up kind of like what happened in October. And October was a weird month. It was a crazy month. And, of course, it ended with a holiday, which screwed up our recording schedules, which is why it's November 2nd and we're recording this. So, sorry, patrons. Um, you'll, get this, you'll get this earlier still. Don't worry. But we're also doing something different because we are actually broadcasting on the YouTube channel. And nobody's here now, but that's okay. <laughs> but, you know, maybe we'll uh, pick, up, pick up some friends along the way. But... Uh, but we're not going to let anything get in our way because we have a lot of ground to cover. So much to talk about. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. So starting off at the beginning of the month, we had uh, we had a contest this month. And we're, this contest is still um, technically going. I think I said November 3rd was when I was going to stop it. Um, but anyway, so yeah, the contest was for you review questions for the... Uh, the blue G90 Pro, the Rebel 5G from T-Mobile, and Th- Cliff Thomas's review that's coming up this week, the Moto Edge Not yeah. Plus. And we got we got some questions. You know, we got some good questions. We had some really good questions actually for the U review segments. And I I still have to forward over Cliff's questions for his review so he can include them. Um, so remind me to do that tomorrow, Cliff, if I haven't already sent it to you. Um, but yeah, we had some great questions and some great participation, and and a couple of y'all are going to be getting a tablet, and that's going to be fun. Woo. So. So yeah, so we started off the month by looking at those two tablets, and the the one thing that I wanted to just kind of emphasize, I kind of mentioned this during the during the comparison itself, but turning a tablet into a smart screen is such a smart idea because, like, in between uses, a tablet basically usually usually ends up like sitting on a shelf or something, and so like. Putting, make, turning it into something useful is actually really a really good idea by Lenovo, and I'm really glad that Lenovo did it. I mean, it's honestly what a tablet should be. In. I mean, it, it kind of is for all of us anyways, just something that we consume content with. Yeah, so just having it be that extra thing makes it that much more useful. It's what I would want to, what I've always wished for a tablet to be. They finally did yeah. it. They did it! Yeah, and, you know, there were a couple of of foibles when it came to the the actual execution of it, um, I would say more so on the the Lenovo the the Alexa version of a tablet. They've got they've got some issues to iron out with like the Bluetooth the Bluetooth connection to that speaker, and I don't even know why they went with Bluetooth because you actually have a physical connector in the dock, so it's like why not just you know route stuff through that? But I don't know. I'm Bluetooth not an engineer. It's kind of troublesome sometimes anyway if you yeah, don't have it yeah. out, so. 
So, uh, but but I mean, like for the most part, like if if everything works the way it should, it's it's a really solid idea. And actually, like the the Amazon implementation of the smart screen is arguably better than the Google implementation, and that's only because the Amazon implementation basically is a carbon copy of an Echo Show or you know a Fire tablet with the with the HD docks. So, like. Amazon already had a really good idea of what to do with this, and Lenovo is just like, okay, yeah, we'll we'll use that. And you know, whereas the Google implementation, I think Google's still trying to figure that out. So I think, yeah. And so it's it's not like one uh, one of the Google Nest home okay. experiences. So so I don't have a, a Nest Home Hub or anything like that. Oh. The only the only smart screen that I have appropriately enough is Lenovo is the first gen Lenovo smart screen and it does not behave like that entirely it has kind of a newer interface to it that allows you to do like you know some home controls smart home controls and stuff like that but it, it and and it can do like the picture scrolling thing but I don't know. I don't know what else really I'm looking for in that, and I think that's Google's problem. Is I don't think Google really knows what else they're looking for in that. Like I don't think Google realizes like what's missing, and so that's well. You if know, it's there's, not the actual Google Home interface, and it's something that Lenovo is it something Lenovo's actually like implemented um, themselves, and it's not I, the like it doesn't have like the the. I mean, I'm guessing it's the kind of the same thing that they would do with with uh, Amazon's thing, where it's got the weather and the kind of things, yeah. and you can program it to do those kind of things. I will say, I, I have two uh, Google Home screen products in my house, and I find them extremely useful. But so, I don't know that that's the same implementation. I'm going to try to bring this over so the camera can see <laughs> it. <laughs> Um, while staying in the dock, this is going to be challenging on multiple levels. Um, but so like, like what we got here is, you know, we've mm. got this, you know, it says good night. That's mm. nice. And then it has like, um, your notifications for the tablet. Yeah. Like, that's you not know, the you same have at all. Oh, well. it's not. And then there's like smart home controls down here. Like you can turn off the downstairs lights and stuff like mm -hmm. that. I'm not going to do that because we're kind of live. Don't mess um, with your kids. But, that would be bad. Right. Um, but anyway, so, yeah, it's like it's 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 different. And I think it's Google. I don't think that's something Lenovo came up with. I'm pretty sure that's something Google came up with, um, because I think they're I think Google's like calling it. Is it like ambient display? Something like that. I, Google has oh, a name. For I know it. what you're talking about. It's yeah. A dream something. Yeah. Google it's, has a name. It's for what it. happens with their uh, with Pixel phones when it goes or. I guess technically it's actually built into Android when it goes on a dock. Yeah, I, it, it's that. right. I yeah, I'm, I'm positive called, that's what it but, is. Yeah, yeah. I, there is a name for it. Whatever it is, that's well, what like it what looks happens like. with a, yeah. that you can implement when like a Pixel goes on, on uh, a Qi charger, especially with like I, actually I don't even know if it happens with a Qi charger. I know it happens with Google's like proprietary Qi charger that you can buy for yeah, a Nest that's, yeah. that, that you or, or for a a Pixel that you can implement. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was gonna say. I was gonna say. Um, the only Pixel I have is the 4A, so it doesn't have Qi charging, of course. But uh, but yeah, it's something in that vein. But we, I mean, like even that would suggest once again, you know, because all things Android were designed <laughs> phone first, tablet second. Right. And and you know that's why I think Amazon has a leg up on this because Amazon's uh, designing everything for tablet first because they don't have a phone because they tried it and it was terrible. Yeah, I'd uh, kind of 
burned down. Like hey, a fire. Can I just can I just say I kind of I, I'm kind of sad I kinda that I missed I missed weird. the opportunity to get a fire phone when it was like I want to say they were selling it for like 160 bucks, and it was it was a total fire sale, but it was it was a fire sale for fires, and <laughs> it was like 160 bucks. But you also got a year's worth of of Amazon Prime mm-hmm. with it, so like the net cost of the phone was 60 dollars, and like I couldn't quite pull the trigger on it, and I'm a little right. sad by that. But but anyway, um, do you feel like? Yeah, uh, just really quickly, this is like hypothetical. Do you feel like there's a space now for uh, an Amazon phone if they did it differently? Like, not if they're missing Google still. I mean, I mean that's yeah, that's the big thing. I mean, they're that's they're a, not missing Google in terms of like, uh, I, I know that you can actually access YouTube and things like that now, but they still wouldn't have the Play Store, so they're kind of they would right. be like a Huawei, right? And if it, it goes back to my you know my Fire HD eight review when I was talking about you know yes, the App Store in the Fire tablet is fairly extensive but like a lot of the apps like a lot of the apps are like abandoned wear or things that people threw together just to like as cheap as possible just so they could say Mm -hmm. that they were on that store i mean it was just it was not it's not a good experience like the apps that are there are not good and i think if you try to shoehorn those into a phone form factor that would be terrible that would be all different kinds of terrible i mean that is the reason that they have the uh, unlocked phones that they sell with the you know the Amazon stuff on top of it. That's yeah. That was the best solution. I, I just I right. haven't even really I haven't really considered like would that work now with Amazon? I still don't. I, there's no reason to. <laughs> no, there's there really yeah. isn't. But you know, speaking of unlocked phones that you can buy on Amazon, our first review for the month, and this is the first of. Okay, so I counted it up once. I want to say it was. Seven reviews over nine weeks that we're doing. I'm going to double check that. Your fan just kicked on. Uh, <laughs> is it one? Okay, so we got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven reviews over a course of nine weeks. Um, review and this one 2020. Yeah, and this one was the first one. This is the Blue G90 Pro, which is a gaming phone from Blue. It's the only flagship that they're going to be releasing this year. Like, Blue used to have, like, an avalanche of phones every year, but they're they're kind of reining things in this year. And they've got this phone, this this Blue G90 Pro, for 200 It, it depends on when you buy it. It was either $200, $250, and... Um, and they called it a gaming phone. I mean, like the 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 reviewers guide was chock full of like Fortnite stuff. And, and like so I'm going over the specifications like this is before I even got my hands on the phone and I'm going over the specific specifications. So I'm like MediaTek. Eh. And, you know, I got to the four gigabytes of RAM and I'm like, there's no way. There's no way this is going to be a gaming phone. For but the four G- gigs well, first of, RAM. of all, the G90 is actually like a. That's the G signifies this is one of their gaming oriented processors, right? Like, that's mm-hmm. like the one to me, like, that's like the one thing with the specs of this phone. I think we should just, right, right, you know, make that known. But I mean, that being said, though, like, I just I couldn't get past that four gigabytes of RAM hump, and sure enough, 
I mean, this phone took everything that I threw at it. And I was like, you know, like I had my son playing Fortnite on it because I can't play Fortnite. I play Fortnite like butt. <laughs> so, um, you know, I was doing, you know, Call of Duty Mobile, Asphalt 9, you know, any, any big game that I could think of. And, you know, I, I threw it at this phone and this phone is just like, yeah, OK, what else you got? And like the cameras are terrible. <laughs> um, and like. This was the last phone that I reviewed before I did the revamped, like, uh, photo taking, you know, uh, protocol, if you want to call it that. Like, it's a spreadsheet. Don't worry. It's really boring. Anyway, so, but this is the last phone that I did before I switched over to that system. And I mainly didn't switch this phone over to that system because I knew it was a blue gaming phone. And, like, I was not expecting any miracles. high, yeah. <laughs> right, right. No, this is um so but like but the the great thing about it is is this phone is a gaming phone and it is a phone that you can game with. Like and so that's, I have a question real quick. So so you've used yeah, absolutely. Not, not to not to uh you know reveal too much, oh, but you've used some I other seven sixty five Snapdragon six seven sixty five uh mm-hmm. phones since then and you know, to me, like, I think where you really would see the difference with the 765 is with the GPU compared to, like, an eight, a Snapdragon 865. So what was your experience relative to the 765-based phones? This phone definitely performs better hmm. in terms of, like, gaming and performance. Um, and I think really, I think with the, uh, the 765, because we've done the Velvet... We've done the Rebel 5G, which I actually think that might have a 765G in it. Hmm. Yeah, it does. I and, think you're right. Mm-hmm. And I've got the TCL 10 5G, which I think also has the 765G in it. And I've got the Wing, the LG Wing, <clears throat> which has a Snapdragon 765, not G, I believe. Spoiler. And like... Yeah, right. And, well, no, they already know. And actually, I'm going to be putting the unboxing video up on YouTube pretty soon anyway. Um, so anyway, they, I think the G actually does make a pretty big difference <laughs> when it comes to the 765. Because mm-hmm. I've tried doing gaming on the Velvet and on the Wing, and it's not great. I mean, like, it, it can it can muscle its way through, but it's not a great experience. But with, like... Both of these phones from TCL, the Rebel 5G, which, you know, TCL built as an ODM, mm-hmm. um, and the and the TCL 10 5G, those phones are able to handle, like, you know, Call of Duty Mobile, which is not a very intense game, I know that, but, like, it, the 765 by itself was kind of hiccuping a little bit, even just doing something like that. I also discovered with the, uh, with the Wing... <clears throat> which by the way we have viewers now so i'm going to hold it up uh for the for the wing which it's off right now cuz i think the battery died but anyway so like i'm i'm sitting here playing you know playing a game with it I'll, uh, and like as i'm like moving my finger up i'm starting to rotate the screen a little bit and i'm like uh oh <laughs> 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 yeah, like so like it, because i mean this thing moves pretty easily like you can you know just with like one finger but you, you guys can, aren't saying it's like his because this is a video podcast, but yeah, for the audio yeah. version of this, you're gonna he, what you can't see is like he, he's holding it in the screens. You can just see like it just it's like a a, a millimeter out, just uh, rut row. <laughs> yeah, right. And and when you're trying to game, that's no bueno. Mm. Uh, but 
I mean, this phone is just fascinating. And I think we'll have a lot more to say about this phone next month. But I just but... it fascinates me. The reason I was asking is because Yeah. Going back to the blue, the bl- blue typically, or I should say MediaTek, which is the um, the uh, uh, system on a chip, which this is based, you know, uh, typically just uses like the reference Mali RM GPU uh, with, with any of their processors that they put out. And I, I don't know what Blue has done, or I'm sorry, what MediaTek has done as far as including like, I don't know if they have like a gaming optimized GPU that comes with this. That's why I was really, cra- you know, curious because mm. this is a 200 okay. to $250 phone. Mm-hmm. Would it compare? Because I, I remember you saying and just talking to me offline about how this actually ran games. And I'm like, versus the 765, which he's kind of referenced to me also in that same way, like offline was not good. So I'm just curious. Yeah, um, I'm I'm not sure exactly how MediaTek is doing their their stuff there, but it's um, it's it, there it's it's working. I mean, it, mm. it's doing good stuff. And like, and I should I should also point out like when it comes to like stuff like GPUs and stuff, that's kind of why you're on this podcast because <laughs> you definitely know more about it than I do. Um, but just like just from a, like a user perspective, mm-hmm. when you're trying Which to use this thing, you thing. can. You can definitely see. You could definitely tell the difference between something like the uh, like the Helio G ninety T, and <laughs> I just had to make sure I got all the, the mm-hmm. alphabet soup right, and the seven sixty five, and even the seven sixty five G. There's definite differences in between there. I think that's just more. So, of a, uh, I think that's just a clock speed thing with the G, or because I, I don't think it's a GPU thing. I it think probably it's just is a little more optimized. Yeah. Yeah. But um, and actually, speaking of which, I should look this up because I do not remember. Because um, if we're going to transfer on over to the Revel Five G, then we should know what we're uh, what the hell we're talking about here, right? <laughs> so um, yeah, so the next review coming up after the after the G ninety um, after the G ninety Pro was the T Mobile Revel Five G and. Uh, hat tip to the folks at T-Mobile and I should actually say hat tip to the folks at Blue for providing the review device for the um, for the G90 Pro but hat tip hat tip to the folks at T-Mobile for sending on over the uh, the Rebel 5G. I was really fascinated by this phone. By the way, standard 765, not 765G. Um, I was really fascinated by this phone just because this was going to be like one of the first you know, budget mid-range phones like this is sub four hundred dollars. You know, and and yes, the T-Mobile, um, the T the T-Mobile TCL, God, <laughs> so the many TCL, phones. the TCL ten five G is also sub five is also sub four hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. And we actually learned about a new phone this week coming from LG. The K92, which is going to be a sub five hundred, uh, sub four hundred dollar phone from LG for AT and T. So, like all three carriers, T-Mobile, Verizon, and AT and T, all have sub four hundred dollar five G capable phones. Now, the can we just say like the first part about that is it's nice to have sub five hundred dollar phones that are actually five G capable. Like that's awesome. I, I think I it's mean, nice to have sub four hundred dollar phones that are like kind of decent, like mm-hmm. kind of like, 
I'm you know I'm not gonna I'm not going to you know douse my drawers at the thought of a at the thought of a, a Revel five G, but like the you know the processor keeps up with with what you needed to do. Like I said, I was doing some That's gaming the on the 765, phone. Seven sixty five, right? That's the seven sixty five. And you know, there's enough there's enough memory in there, enough RAM in there to you know keep you going. And the cameras are not awesome, but surprisingly decent. Like mm-hmm. you can take some really decent photos with this thing. Which and this was the first phone that I was using my brand new my brand new fancy spreadsheet to uh, <laughs> to look at to examine the camera. And I think like. Moral of the story is this is a very decent phone, and I think like anybody would be perfectly fine picking this up and actually, you know, making a thing out of it. Making an but anyway, no, like so it, it turns out it's a surprisingly decent phone for not a whole hell of a lot of money. And I think what's really beautiful about this, I'm gonna get choked up. We're you know we're at a time where you can drop. I mean, if you're spending more than like. I'll say $350. If you're spending more than $350, there's a good chance that you're going to get a very solid fundamental phone. Not the greatest in anything, but it's going to be a phone that you can live with. And that's pretty amazing. And if I take anything else away from from the Rebel 5G review, it's that I was not unhappy using this phone for a couple of weeks. And... Well, and I think really, you, that's you can what... just, you know, if you look back, I, I think you referenced uh, in previous uh, podcasts, maybe the last couple that, uh, you know, we've reviewed a few TCL devices, and this is the ODM for this device uh, that we're talking about. It's the, it, has an ama- it has a great screen, uh, and uh, that the... I, I'm, I'm actually curious to see what the software side of it is because I I do not know, but typically they they give you a lot of value for the money, so I, I'm not surprised by that at all. Oh, yeah. nice! Yeah, absolutely, you like that? Yeah, I do. <laughs> you like uh, that? What you're not seeing if you're here on the audio is that uh, yeah, Adam is now for some reason now <laughs> wearing a TCL face mask. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, I just wanted to shill for the company for our yes. couple of viewers that came on. Oh, you know what? Wow, this phone screen is really dirty. I should wipe that <laughs> off. Also, a TCL <laughs> microfiber screen. <laughs> yep. Good times. Good times. I, I I love I love the swag that comes with mm, reviewers kits. That, that is so. nice. Now you can except, just uh, except when it's now you can just of... put your uh, your phone in the uh, phone soap that you received with your uh, LG. Velvet. Yeah, I, I could. I'm not going to. <laughs> I, I'm not going to, but I could. And you know what? I got the. Um, uh, I got. I got a a, a a reviewer's kit. I I talked about this on Twitter a while ago, but that there was an unidentified jar of something in the reviewer's kit, and so I picked it up and I like went to open it, and like blue paint spilled out, and I'm just like, oh god, why would you send paint and not tell you that it's paint in the jar? <laughs> was it slime? <laughs> No, it was paint. Oh, it was, it was really blue paint. paint. Yes, it was actual paint. So it's it's kind of a long story. I don't want to I don't want to name names because I kind of wrote really bad reviews about what they sent me. So I don't want to throw them even further under the <laughs> bus. But um, but anyway, so yeah, the reviewers' kits can be a, a mixed blessing at times. But like LG and TCL nailed it, absolutely nailed it. In fact, I would show you. 
the video brochure from the LG um, from the Wing reviewers kit. I think I I I, 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 I sent you the link for Juan Bagnell's um, unboxing. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you ever had a chance to watch that, but. It's just really cool because it's like one of those birthday cards. You open it up and it starts playing music. Well, this one plays a video, and so it is. It's I'll really tell neat. you, being, being on the other side of it, it's really interesting. Like being on as a graphic designer, um, getting <laughs> to create some of that kind of stuff. Like when you when you do media kit kind of stuff to to oh yeah when when the budget is there to actually do some outside of the box kind of stuff, and you get to create some of that stuff. Uh, yeah, it's you get to do some really fun stuff. Um, so I, I work for a high end resort, and we've done some really cool stuff where we, where we, you know, because we we have a print shop at, at the place that I work for, but there's a lot of things we can't do, which is a high end mm. kind of stuff, and so we contract with, uh, you know, somebody, and I get like a, you know, a, um, if it's in a box, for example, you know, you get the 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 um, I guess you'd call it like a blueprint, but it's like the thing that maps out the box so i get to place yeah, everything yeah, okay. there yeah and i haven't gotten her to gotten her to do anything like a like a video kind of thing like like you've got with the uh, um with the lg wing but yeah when right. you get to do those special kind of things i mean it really does it i will say it's six fun. months from now you'll probably remember some of those those things that you get because it, it yeah it it, it creates a memory in in the mind of uh and, and it's not even so much about the review i mean it doesn't affect you would hope the uh, the review opinion, but just in terms of your memory of uh, um, the PR company and, and what you yeah. receive, it's just like some companies do such an amazing job. Like I, yeah. So uh, it's yeah. Anyway, fun. sorry. Just yeah. just a little inside baseball. That that no, stuff is fine. really fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's fine. But if you did watch that link from Juan Carlos Bagnell, then that would be an amazing segue to talk about the next thing that we t- had this month, which was my interview with Juan Carlos Bagnell. Yes. Uh, now, so that was a really fascinating talk because that was like one of those where I kind of went into it like I'm a moron. I have no idea what the hell I'm talking about. So I'm just going to let you be super smart about all of this. And then, you know, I'll just pipe in the occasional joke or stupid comment every now and then. And it worked out very well. So we originally had the conversation back in June. It was right when all the BLM stuff was 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 starting to starting to blow up a little mm-hmm. bit. So like it was a very politically charged time. And I would say arguably maybe more so than <laughs> than right now, the day before election day. So We'll see. Um, but anyway, don't forget to vote. By the way, uh, by the way, I got through the entire podcast. I like to point this out. I got through Sunday's entire podcast without reminding people to go vote. So I was kind of proud of myself. Um, but anyway, Juan has kind of made a career out of talking about the political aspects of various, te- mm-hmm. you know, various technologies, you know, net neutrality and, um, you know, the breaking up big tech and all the hearings that were going on. Um, over the summer with Amazon and with Google and with Facebook and with uh, Apple. And so, like, he is – he was the first person that, like, I even thought of. Like, I'm like, we should talk about this. And I should ask – I should ask Juan, you know, what what's going on. And so, like, one of the one of the biggest takeaways that I had from that was really I think a lot of us are doing politics wrong. Because a lot of us are really focused on the national stage when really the stuff that's mm-hmm. going to affect you and me 
is happening in the courthouse down the street, you know, or happening in City Hall or at a town meeting, which is being streamed because it's 2020. So, like, that's, like, a lot of the stuff that, like, I think a lot of people, like, kind of get a little bored about. Like, well, you know. It, it is honestly the thing that, it, like like you're saying, that it, that, it, that affects you as a citizen the most. And, and it's easy because, you know, the stuff that we see on TV, all the political ads. I mean, we do see the, the, the uh, even the state stuff uh, a lot during, during this time of, of the year. And mm-hmm. and obviously I don't I don't want to say that your vote doesn't count, but yeah, the stuff that that's uh, you know whether it's citywide or or even just in your region affects you a lot more in terms of, oh, yeah. of your day to day kind of stuff. So it's very important. And really, something oh, yeah. we, we we lose, especially uh, when it comes to that every four. You know, we're we're in that like four year cycle right now where we're voting for the top levels of the government uh, of, of the uh, national government. But right. Yeah. That. That matters the most. What we're what we're right. talking about now, the local well, stuff. And because I mean, let's let's be perfectly honest. Regardless of who wins the presidential election, I really don't think that the lives of Cliff Thomas and Adam Dowd are going to be fundamentally changed all no. that much. It's just the I stuff mean, I, that makes most of us the most emotional, and, right. and and we get the most charged about. But yeah, it affects us. Right. That's the fu- that's the funny part. Unless we get sent to war. And you and I somehow get drafted; it affects us the least. In terms wow! Of if they start, if they start drafting us, they are scraping the bottom of the friggin' let's barrel. Let's get the fat <laughs> guys. Yeah, let's send the fat battalion. There we go. <laughs> uh, um, so, what does fat stand for? Is it like fast acting troops? No, it's really just the fat guys. Okay, here they come. Well, actually, they should have been slowly. here by now. But I think half of them collapsed uh, when they that ran out of the... That guy's smoking while he's walking. <laughs> so anyway, um, yeah, so the uh, the fat battalions are going to be marching. But yeah, I mean, like, because, you know, we had a school board election here um, like two years ago that I honestly didn't even know the names of the candidates. But like, you know, both of my kids are in school. <laughs> so it's like, that's the type of stuff that really, I really should be paying attention to. And, you know, I, I assume... That we probably vote for a mayor at some point. I don't know, um, but but yeah, I mean, it's just it's it's really hard to get involved in that level because I think there's I think there's two reasons why, and and the first is because it's a little boring, like because while <clears throat> the presidents are going to be arguing about you know the best way to handle COVID relief, right. The our our respective mayor mayoral candidates are going to be arguing about whether or not we should put in more speed bumps on Central Avenue. Well, and I'll tell you, like, my town is so small that literally when I because I, I did the uh, uh, early submission uh, voting by mail mm-hmm. and, and yeah, yeah. there there was only one candidate from there. That's how small my <laughs> okay. And I wrote um, in and I wrote in not him. <laughs> <laughs> But and, and interestingly enough, not I am him curious was though. Like, do you get uh, like do you get like the mayor daily like Chicago thing, or do you where you live? Is it is well, it because he lives I mean, in see, Chicago? I'm just curious. Well, no, no, no. We well, it's well. First of all, it's not Mayor Daly anymore. It's, I know, but you know for, what I mean. Is yeah. it Chicago or is it like? No, we ha- we have our own. Mm. We have our own. Set of, I think we have a village president. I think that's who <laughs> we have. President. I don't think we have a mayor. I want to um, be a village but, president. 
Yeah, um, but but I mean, we do have like a village board and stuff like that. And like, I couldn't tell you, I couldn't if if my village president showed up at my door, I would probably not answer it because I wouldn't recognize them. <laughs> um, but anyway, so that was like my biggest takeaway from like my conversation with Juan is like you should really get involved in the local level. Mm-hmm. And like, I guess it's okay once every four years to argue with your uncles about who should be president. But like, really, the time in between that. Really, you shouldn't. You really just, honestly, you really shouldn't even pay attention <laughs> to it. But unfortunately, that is not the world we live in. It's increasingly the world that I live in because I got off of Facebook. So that helps. But well, you know, talk- I've still got Twitter. Here's what's interesting. Though. The one thing that, if we're actually talking about the, the topic that we largely cover, which is like mobile devices and stuff like that, and tech in general, mm-hmm. where the presidential stuff actually does affect us is things like uh who gets put into the FCC yeah Yeah. that kind of stuff does matter but it's only every four years if you're lucky so you know it's funny like uh before our current president like the person that was in charge it's funny because you know uh and and i won't go too long with this but you know people that's good because you're on the clock People get very concerned about, uh, you know, has the person been a lobbyist? And yeah, actually, the person that was in charge, uh, I guess it was the FCC, before the current uh, administration was a lobbyist. And before that, he had actually been with uh, Time Warner, I think. But before, yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, but he, about, ended up um, be, but he ended up being or like a really good... Uh, You're talking about Tom Wheeler, right? Tom Wheeler, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He ended it whereas, like, whereas, like, oh, like, like getting ri- like voting on the side of net neutrality and stuff like that. So even you, you just don't know what's going to happen. You honestly don't. Right. Whereas Ajit Pai was actually born from Verizon. Like Verizon right. actually gave birth mm-hmm. to him. Um, Literally then, just created in a lab. Just yep, like, and then put him right into the FCC chair, which was really great. Now, to be fair. Since net neutrality got overturned, and actually that was confirmed again, I think just the last couple of weeks, they had to vote to reconfirm. Since then, I haven't seen a whole lot of net neutrality hijinks going on in that regard, which I suppose is is good, you know. But it also doesn't. It also means that we just maybe they just haven't gotten around to it yet. So I'm gonna go and uh, use Edibanyo. I am sorry. You cannot do this when we go live for reels. I'm just saying. <laughs> All right, go ahead. And I'm just I'm just going to carry the conversation myself because, let's face it, 75% of my podcast is just me talking anyway. So, but anyway, um, we should probably move on because I kind of ran out of political things to talk about. But, so that's going to bring us up to... Our final topic, actually, I'm, and I'm going to go ahead and just open up the floor to this one because because I can. Um, the final the final review that I did for the month of October, which actually published on November first, but you know, technical you know technicalities, whatever, was the Samsung Galaxy S twenty Fan Edition, and I know Cliff, you have the S20 Fan Edition, and you are not on microphone right now, so when you come back, I'm going to ask you a question relating directly to the Samsung Galaxy S20 Fan Edition, but I'm not actually going to say 
Samsung Galaxy S20 Fan Edition, and I'm going to watch you try to answer it, and it is going to be delightful. Now, personally, I find this phone to be an amazing set of compromises. Like, it is a baller phone. I am very much enjoying it. It will probably be my daily driver once I'm done with all these other reviews, which is going to be really cool. I've got the iPhone 12 Pro coming at the end of this week, which is going to be interesting. So anyway, so I'm just going to go ahead and toss it back to Cliff because he's about to put his headphones back on. So so that's what I think about it, Cliff. What is What have your impressions of it been so far? Fantastic. <laughs> is that all you got? <laughs> My opinions are always limited, as always. I was just telling mm-hmm. people that it's a baller phone, that I really enjoyed it, that I didn't like it as much as the, as the Pixel 4a, but at least this one I can actually quantify why I like it. Um, but anyway, I just I was just gonna I was gonna throw it over to you. You have actual opinions about it. Yeah, man. right. I was gonna throw it over to you and see how you were enjoying the phone because I know you picked one up as well, even though you're supposed to be in the middle of reviewing the Moto Edge, not Plus. But that's a different conversation. <laughs> so what's interesting is here's what's funny. I I have an S twenty. Plus 5G. Mm-hmm. And I also have a Note 10 uh, Plus. Okay. Uh, so my like, I'm about Samsunged out as, as much as I could be for for like the past. Uh, oh, yeah. Six to ten months to a year. Uh, I, I will tell you, I actually like the, um, the Fan Edition 20 more than either of those. Phones. Really? Okay. What is it about them that you like more than the more expensive predecessors? Well, it's everything that I like about those other two phones, um, except, and I think you'll appreciate this. Number one, I really like the fact that it has a flat screen, which is really going to make you laugh considering I'm also, I also really like the, uh, which that review is coming out soon, but I also really enjoy the waterfall screen on the Moto Edge. Right. Right. No, see, um, in terms of the flat screen, I'm in, I'm inclined to agree. However, I did find it just as touch sensitive. You said you had phantom touches I, on. I mean, the, not on the fan not edition? phantom touches, but I mean, like these are sausage. No, fingers. it's literally on the podcast. That no, you no, no, no. Right, phantom touches. It wasn't fan. I didn't. I don't know if I said. Okay, I meant. You I did. meant touches, accidental touches, like <laughs> because like my fat rolls over the side of the phone. <laughs> And touches it, and touches the screen, and the screen's like, oh, you want to be over there? Okay, let's do that. And, like, goes all in on that, and then, like, you're like, no, I didn't want that at all. So, like, when I was, and I and I, I very briefly described this in the review, but, you know, I said that the, that the, uh, that the S20 Fan Edition was a two-handed phone because I would have to hold it with this hand and mm-hmm. deliberately point with my finger with this hand and, like, you know, draw over it like 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 I like I was holding one of those little breakfast sausages, and like this is, so <laughs> you do have breakfast sausage fingers. I, I do. Have, I have thin like, well maybe they're, they're sort of balanced. My wife has like like piano fingers. Mm. If people look at their their hands. She's like, I do. People not. come up and they're like, you should play the piano. I do not have those. But uh, but anyway, but I kind of. So the, the thing about the uh, the S twenty FE and and I'm sure if you're a uh, 
a smartphone fan and you've considered this phone, you may have read reviews. I would say I, I think I agree with uh, all of the points that they have made about it. And in that, I think it's actually um, my favorite phone that I've used in the past two years. Okay. Hey, can you confirm something it, for me? Because you're the smart guy sure. on the show and I'm still the idiot. Mm-hmm. I read mm-hmm. somewhere mm-hmm. and I couldn't confirm it anywhere, but and I, but I, I, I put my neck out and I said this in the review, but the fan edition moniker has only ever been applied to the Note 7. The Note 7 when it was recalled and, and then, then they, they just put it out in Korea. Yeah. And it was just that's the, the Note Seven, but fan that's edition. the only yeah. other mm-hmm. time that they've ever used fan edition. Okay, so Correct. like, because that like whole thing threw me. I'm like, why are you calling us a fan edition? First of all, what I, I'm <laughs> not sure what fan edition. Means. I don't either. Um, but like, I'm not sure that they know what it means because because to me, and 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 I think you said this in your review. To me, this is like uh, the S10e. Uh, Galaxy S10e, yeah. except except that I. Don't think it's as hampered as the, as the. I mean, it, it is in terms of like position wise. Mm-hmm. The difference is they still included the in-screen fingerprint reader. They included the higher uh, refresh screen. There's a lot of things about it that they. Act, I feel like they 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 actually put more into this phone relative to the S10. Mm, okay. In terms of the stuff that like fans want? Yeah, well, and means. the way Samsung positioned it was they, they said they put in all the features that the fans wanted and cut out all the rest of the stuff. I would argue that right. fans probably wanted a periscope lens more than they wanted, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. <laughs> but, uh, uh, but... No, not for... not for. I mean, I mean, if you look at this, this, this phone is retailing for... $700. Uh yeah, six ninety nine, but it's actually selling right now for five ninety nine for a lot of well. Places. And I I don't know um, if you heard this on the review, but T Mobile is running a thing, and I don't know if they're still doing it. But if you switch over to T Mobile and get four lines, they will mm-hmm. give you four of these phones to use on those four lines, and that's amazing. That's like an well. So here's deal. what's so funny about it, right? Because they Samsung actually has some really great like mid-range to like entry-level mid-range friends with the a51 mm-hmm. and the a71 mm-hmm. i would never buy one of those because as an example i traded in um my s10 which this is sort of not what someone would have but if you've got like a just on samsung.com if you want like the unlimited or, or i'm sorry unlocked version or even if you want like a uh, a carrier version they still sell those on samsung.com mm-hmm. And they were giving you crazy good um, trade-in deals on Samsung branded phones and like a Pixel. I I got five hundred dollars for my S10. Mm. So I bought this phone for basically two hundred bucks. Yeah, that's basically the deal I got too. So. Right, right. Which which I yeah, it, it which is very similar to what carriers are doing, just on trade-in. Mm-hmm. And I got mine unlocked differences i'm on verizon and i don't have the millimeter wave version but i don't really care about that because i can't get that anyway but point being this is just in i think this goes you know circling back it's just an incredible value for what you get Mm -hmm. um i have some bones to pick with you though about your review Uh (laughs) okay and i know this is like it no and this is you know some things are just 
Now, your experience is different than before mine. Before you pick bones, remember, I did reserve <laughs> the right to return to this phone later on because I get the feeling that as much as I talked about this phone, there's probably still more of a story here to tell. But anyway, go ahead. What's your uh, what's your bone? No, I, I mean, I, I'm specifically talking about it, and I, I have used multiple phones now that have high refresh oh, rate okay. screens, right? Bring it on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, that's fine, because I know you're... Your old eyes are just done, and they just can't see it. But I, I no, it, I, I kid. But honestly, like, <laughs> here, here's the thing, right? So my S twenty um, plus five five G has the one hundred and twenty hertz rate screen, mm-hmm. and then my Note ten plus has a sixty hertz screen. So even then, I could. I, it's one of those things. that's not. Um, it's it's honestly just because there you're I mean you're talking about like two phones that are released basically back to back and I could see it then it's just the smoothness of uh, of the refresh rate I mean it's so smooth in terms of the difference and I can see it and where I really see it is when I uh, and I the, those people that can't see the video right. when you start like moving your thumbs up and down on the screens and you see the smoothness and then when you kick it up oh yeah it's to me okay really visible and invisible to most okay. people but i do see that but as i said in the review but it's also a value thing right. do you value it no i don't and so what, what i was going to say was and i said this in the review i do see the difference i just don't care i like <laughs> like it's like okay yeah but you also game on your phone you would think that you would actually value that for that you know, I, I don't because like I I was, you know, today I was switching back and forth interchangeably between the Galaxy S20 FE and the the TCL uh, 10 5G. And I was mm-hmm. I, you know, I was playing Call of Duty Mobile on both of them. Didn't notice anything. Well, I don't way. think that I don't think that game takes advantage. Well, that's possible. Of the that's refresh rate. You know, it doesn't. I'm I'm almost positive. Yeah. Like you, to see them on the gaming side, you really have to have a, a game that's optimized for the refresh okay. rate. Okay. So there, you're not. There's a good see chance I do not, not play like, those games. And I'm literally not the person who games on their phone. Like I do not do right. that. At there all. is a very good chance I do not play those games. So and you know that's a fair <laughs> no, but point. It's fine. That's a fair point. And you know I will I will I will definitely. I just I can't imagine that it makes that much of a difference. So like it does. Uh, okay, uh, then not a, not not. <clears throat> too much. I don't care about honestly. I could give a rat's patoot patootie right about the uh, gaming, but okay. uh, but in terms of just the animations, the things that it's that experience that you know it really does feel like the next generation, and especially because Apple didn't include it with. The, the 12 which we no, may talk no. about I mean, I, I very very legitimate concerns like i said i just don't care maybe if i ever do start playing a game that can take advantage of it i'll be like whoa this is amazing i mm-hmm. maybe that'll happen i just don't care i would think if you were playing like command what is it uh not command and conquer but it's an old old reference uh but 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 those first person shooters that you play well that's called uh, that's call of duty get mobile, like modern Call of Duty Mobile. That's what I was thinking. Okay. Uh, at 120 hertz, I think you would see the difference. That's very possible. That is very or, possible. Or at least you might. Or or you, you said you saw it, the difference in the, but maybe you would value it. Maybe I would value this it. Is the right way to say it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's very possible. So, so but but uh, go, circling back to the, the, the S20 FE real quick, mm-hmm. I will say, I think 
The one thing I, at first I would say I really do wish that they had included was eight gigabytes of RAM. I feel like yeah. this is not so much a, 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 a money thing as much as just a separation from their other, other product thing. I don't really see a difference, but I really feel like a, a phone that has at $700 should have eight gigabytes of RAM. Yeah, in the, uh, especially in the future, I could definitely see that becoming a problem. But um, but for now, yeah, I, I, I'm I'm inclined to agree that that six. The other thing that I'm saying real quick is is because it's basically the same experience. Otherwise, as um, to me at least, the the uh, the higher uh, spec S20 line is, is is that, and I'm wondering if this is true. In fact, I actually tweeted about this earlier, and um, one of our friends, uh, Ricky Cadden. Okay. Uh, who is a big Samsung fan said, like, said this is definitely a thing. <laughs> Although I think he's just, you know, speculating is that I right now you can go out and if you're if you're a uh, an unlocked S twenty S plus or Ultra user, you can get the new um, UI uh, beta. Okay, you can't get it on the FE, and even now the uh, I, I think for like anybody that. And carriers kind of, but if you're unlocked, you can get the uh, November security patch. Right. It's not available on the FE. And so I, I tweeted out basically like, why? Uh, I'm wondering if Samsung is going to treat the FE like a redheaded stepchild. Like, is it not going to get the same support? Right. I don't know why they would, because this is probably going to be their top selling S series. Uh, this year wouldn't surprise me because if I remember correctly, the S10 series, the S10e did very, very well. That was like a good portion of their sales. I don't know if it was the right. top sales getter, but it wouldn't surprise me if if this did very and, well. And that was a really great phone too. But also, you have uh, to consider that the other S20s have six months on it. You know, in terms of sales numbers, so it, it'll but, be a while before if you it consider out. like in terms of hardware, it can't be that hard to roll it out it's just more right i mean why would you slap your users in the face i i don't get it like i i don't i don't understand why they would be like well if you get the slightly more expect but but i mean that seems to be i i don't know i don't i don't want to say it's a thing it is a newer released phone but I, i have the unlocked version we'll see in a year i just i hope that's not the case because this phone really i i don't i would love to encourage people to buy it mm-hmm. if you're considering the S20 series because it really is 95% of what you get with an S20 plus I because I have both right I mean and honestly I feel like it's actually and I think you would confirm this mm-hmm. probably better to use other than the RAM because of the flat screen and I actually I like the fact that it has the polycarbonate back. I love yeah, me it. Too. It feels so good. Me too. Yeah. So I finally got it. There. I finally got a case for my phone, by the way. <laughs> so like the day after I was done reviewing. Yeah, it. you said it was slippery. I I, I mean I, I don't have the same experience as you, yeah. but still. It, it, it was. Uh, but anyway, all right. So we, we kind of need to move on and actually kind of wrap things up. But before we do, we have some shout outs that are coming. Yeah. Um, and the first will always be Cliff Thomas, as long as he continues to stay at that $5 tier. But we're also going to include Michael Keeper. We're also going to include Johan Bresky, Neil Wilson, and we have two new friends this month. We have Scott Brady, 
Um, and I'm, I'm actually going to make it a point to shout out new patrons, whether, you know, regardless of what tier they are. So actually, I guess I should shout out everybody since this is like the first time I'm doing it. We're going to say thank you to David Lee. We're going to say thank you to da- Zachary Palmer, Michael Hall, Tristan Rayner, Josh Stone. And I think that, okay. And then we have our two new friends. We've got Scott Brady. And then I think this is pronounced Ileana. But I'm going to go with it, and that's... Iliana. Ili- no, it's it's E-N-A. Otherwise, I would have guessed oh, that. Iliana. But, yeah. So, anyway, um, I'm, going to, uh, I'm going to say thank you to all those patrons. And going forward, any new patrons that sign up, they will be getting a shout-out on the monthly recap, in addition to the $5 or more patrons. And so... Thank you. It, 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 it means a lot to me that, like, you know, people are... People are starting to do this thing, and it's really cool. So, um, you know, we're not even close to the black, but we're <laughs> we're we're making we're making progress. So, anyway, um, so I just wanted to kind of wrap up with like what's coming up, and I alluded to this in the last podcast, but let's go ahead and share the calendar coming up. So, this coming Sunday, we have the Moto Edge Not Plus, courtesy of Cliff Thomas. After that, we have the TCL 5G on November 15th. After that, we have the iPhone 12 Pro uh, from me, thanks to Apple for not sending me a review unit. And um, after that, to round out the month, on the week of Thanksgiving, we're gonna, I'm going to run an interview that I actually just did um, with, a, with a guy named Adam Levine, who has been podcasting about cryptocurrency longer than I've been podcasting. So... Um, but anyway, yeah, so that was a really, uh, really good conversation. And then beyond that, right now what we're looking at for the December is we've got the wing, and then we're going to close it out with a few interviews that I've done over the, over the uh, year that haven't made it to air yet because I need to have a stress-free December. Uh, mm-hmm. But anyway. Um, we all need to have a stress-free yeah. December. So there might be some more devices coming for review. There is going to be one story that is – Definitely going to YouTube. I don't know if it's going to be a podcast story or not. I think it kind of depends. But yeah, so that's what we got coming up. And um, this podcast is about to wrap up, but it's going to go out to patrons first. Thank you to all the people whose name I just read. And then it's going to go out to the general public. And it's going to go out to the general public as a YouTube video, although I think Cliff Mm -hmm. might give the epileptics in our audience a hard time there. Definitely so. like the uh, night or the uh, early two thousands uh, Pokemon vibes. Yeah, we're gonna have to figure that out before next month. <laughs> but yeah, it's um, called new new webcam. But and also, um, just so patrons and everybody else know, I think probably where possible going forward, patrons are going to get the full interviews with uh, with people that you know that I talk to. And um, everyone else will get the interview as well, but it's going to go out as a video interview, not as a audio interview. So I think if we give a little video content, it's going to make it a little bit more relevant, and I think that'll be a much better, much better time for everybody. So, all right, well, that's going to do it. Um, I'm going to go ahead and wrap things up, and I'm going to say thank you to Cliff for uh, joining me again on the monthly, the Doubting Thomas monthly recap. And the pun, the name puns will just keep on coming because we've got other uh, we've got other ideas for series 
coming in the new year. As for me, I, my name is Adam Dowd, Dead Technology on Twitter. Cliff Thomas is Clifton M. Thomas on Twitter. And I thank you for listening and for giving me the benefit, giving us the benefit of the Dowd. <laughs>